Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with jazz saxophonist and composer Ari Silberman. His debut album is the 2023 recording called Beneath the Canopy, out on March 31st. 2023. He leads a quartet and woodwind ensemble that performs his dynamic original music with a stellar cast of cats. He recorded this album while pursuing his teaching credential at Cal State Northridge. He's got a great story. Dig this interview. Yeah, thank you for taking time to talk. And before we get into your debut album, Beneath the Canopy, I'm curious, you know, we just went through quite a time with COVID and hit the jazz community particularly hard. And I'm curious, yeah. How you survived that three-year period and how it's changed the way that you do things now? It definitely changed a lot for me. It was a really interesting period. I had graduated college a year before, and as soon as the lockdown hit, I kind of start, you know, just got back into a very intense practice routine. I began studying with Daniel Rotem who produced my record, and we were studying on Zoom. He was in Israel, and I was in Los Angeles. Um, and it kind of, the album kind of came out of COVID. It was, I was writing a bunch and uh, practicing a lot, and Daniel offered to produce it. But it also, COVID also pushed me with all the uncertainty of losing gigs and teaching and stuff. I actually went back to school and started um, <clears throat> getting my instrumental music credential, which I'm just finishing up now, um, and it's, you know, an, an exciting time for me to, as things are opening up and schools have been in person the last year, year and a half, to be in the music classroom. So it, it COVID really changed a lot for me. So now that we're coming out of it, you know, it, it has to feel refreshing to have a new album, your debut, and to be back at it. How does it feel? It feels really exciting, inspiring, too. It feels like a, a, the album as like a springboard for me. Um, just coming out of COVID, getting back into performing, um, being in the classroom a bunch, it, it's, it's very exciting. I'm proud to have produced something over COVID and have, have this record and to have worked with such amazing musicians and former teachers and current teachers. Um, on the record, so I'm I'm very excited about it. Thank thank you. So talk to me a little bit about your history, how the beginnings of jazz began for you. Where you where were you born and raised, and how were the seeds planted? Yeah, so I was um, born in Washington D.C. Although my family moved to Los Angeles when I was about one and a half or two years old, um, so I was really raised in L.A. Um, I started playing clarinet in fourth grade and started playing jazz in sixth grade. It was uh, be before school in elementary school. I like went one day a week and we had an ensemble, a, a jazz combo, um, and I was playing clarinet for that. I started playing saxophone in ninth grade. Um, and as I was playing saxophone and really just experiencing so many different types of music, my school had, um, I was in a, like contemporary new music ensemble. I was in a New Orleans-style brass band. I was in jazz combos. I was in a big band. So I was exposed to so many different styles of music, which was really exciting. Um, and I think I, I got a lot more serious about practicing and about practicing jazz in like 10th and 11th grade when during all my free periods at school, 
I was in the practice room, and when I got home, I'd be practicing after doing my homework. And so that was really the beginning of it for me. Um, it kind of started in, in sixth grade and just naturally grew through the school school through my school program. So what was the first live jazz show you ever saw that really inspired you or made you think that that's what you wanted to do with your life? Yeah. Oh, man, that's oof, that, that's hard to, to pin down. That's such a good question. Um, I think I remember seeing my teachers a lot, like going – I was always inspired and always thought it was the coolest thing that my teachers were professional performing musicians. Um, but I remember also – like I, like I saw my my teacher Ivan Johnson. I saw his master's recital at Cal Arts, and that was really inspiring in my pursuit of jazz education in and out of university. Just like this idea, I'm always learning, and I can always be better. I can always practice. But I also remember after my first semester of college, I went to the Village Vanguard in New York and saw uh, Kenny Barron, and that was such an amazing like just being in that historical venue. And seeing such a legend in that space, that was just like, oh, I want to perform and just get better. Absolutely. So, you know, the one thing, you've been around a lot of people. You've been around a lot of big names, a lot of esteemed people. And I'm curious, what have you learned from them, from the veterans and legends and luminaries of the jazz world? What have they taught you? Yeah, and um, that's a great question. When... I feel that way with this record, with Beneath the Canopy. I have such amazing musicians, and I, it was so inspiring to be the most inexperienced person in the room with Josh Nelson on piano, Jake Leckie bass, Kristen Newman playing drums, Daniel Rotem producing it, and Aaron Bentwich singing, and then my former teacher, Brian Walsh, playing bass clarinet. It just, like, made me open my ears. I just wanted to listen and... Playing with them was just like, okay, get out of my head. I'm here. I'm in the room. Play with these musicians. Um, and also just hearing them just have endless ideas, improv like improvising, endless ideas. We were doing multiple takes, and every take was just like, oh, my God, what Josh did here. Wow, what Christian did, what Jake did. It was all so amazing. So it's tough to, <laughs> to pick final takes for the record. Um, but definitely listening and inspiring about I just finding so many ideas and also really playing melodies. So many of those solos are just so melodic of theirs. Um, and so it, it definitely inspired me to just play, find melodies in everything. So in this pursuit of being a professional musician, there's so many facets to go into it. What do you yeah. like the best about it? What do you look forward to the most? Um, right now, I, as I said, I'm finishing my, my credential, so I'm, I'm really excited to be in the classroom. Um, I've worked pri with private students and middle school band, middle school strings, middle school jazz band, and same with high school, high school jazz and high school strings classes. Um, I'm, I'm exciting, excited about my upcoming teaching career. And like I said, I was always inspired that my teachers were professional musicians. And I'm excited about having that be a huge part of my life as well, composing, arranging, and performing 
alongside teaching and being in the classroom. I think so many of the musicians, almost all the musicians I know, have this flourishing, like, career doing a million things. So I'm trying to just find my niche of, like, the the couple of things that I'm able to do well and execute those. So I think that's what I'm looking forward to in my next couple of years of my career is just find, settling and finding those things that I can get into, whether it's teaching and performing and writing, recording. Just There's so many options in music. So if you could get into a time machine and see a dream gig anywhere, where are you going? Who are you going to see? Yeah, um, I would have to go see Sonny Rollins. I would have to. <laughs> I had tickets to see him, I think, for my 16th birthday, and it was around the time that he stopped performing. The show was canceled due to his health. So I would I would have to go back and see Sonny Rollins probably playing with, like, a cordless trio. Um and I'd also love to to go back and see Thelonious Monk. But I think both of them, what I, they're both so melodic, and they also are just both like they have so much energy in their playing. And I've seen, used to watch videos of them performing. Of just the energy in the room would have to be amazing. Just I would love to be there. You know, everyone out there has a perception of you: your family, your friends, your fans. But ultimately, you live your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Hmm. Wow. Um, there's so many, so many levels to that question. It's amazing. I think um, as as a musician, you know, I'm a performer and and composer and saxophonist and woodwind player and and a listener. And I'm also both a student and a teacher. Um, you know, as as a person, I'm a son, a brother, a friend kind, funny, I can be stubborn, slow-paced, um, but um, I guess I'm I'm a whole bunch of things and just trying, trying to grow. I think I'm trying to just keep moving in the direction of growth as a person, as a listener, as a student, as a teacher, just in every facet of my life, trying to get better. So the debut album comes out on March 31st. Tell everybody where the best place is to go to pick it up or to find out anything more about you, live gigs, anything related to your world. Where do they go? Yes, thank you. Um, yes, Beneath the Canopy comes out March 31st. You can find a bunch of information on my website, Ari Silberman, with a B, dot com, and also on my Instagram, at Ari Silberman. Um, we ha- I have shows coming up. For, for the release, and uh, the release will be on there. It's going to be on every streaming platform as well, and you can also buy it on Bandcamp. So the album is going to be everywhere. Go ahead, check it out. Perfect. Hey, man, Ari, this has been great. Thank you for opening up. Thanks for taking time out. Good luck with the release and with, with this year as it unfolds. Thank you so much, Joe, and, and thanks for this podcast and this show. I've been checking it out, and you just share so many amazing stories on here. So thank you so much for inviting me on. I really appreciate this show. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest cats in Los Angeles, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Ari for his time, energy, and cool. Find archives and more interviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or subscribe to us on YouTube. For all things Neon Jazz, visit theneonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time. Enjoy the jazz, my friends.
Neon Jazz.